If you are struggling with an issue like retroactive jealousy, like obsessive jealousy, you might be really struggling with questions like, is my partner's past a deal breaker? Or alternatively, is my partner actually fooling around behind my back? And when you're struggling with these questions, it can be difficult to kind of tune in to your intuition, to trust your gut, and even really know what is the difference between your gut and your insecurity. And in today's video, I'm gonna share five tips that will help you get better in touch with your intuition, that will help you get better in touch with your gut. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've helped hundreds of thousands of men and women from around the world overcome jealousy and possessiveness in their relationships, overcome retroactive jealousy. If you'd like to learn more about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. And if you've been benefiting from my work on this channel and you'd like me to make more content like this, please take a moment to let me know by clicking the like button below, making sure you are subscribed to my channel, and while you're at it, leave a comment letting me know what you think. I received an interesting email recently from a viewer we'll call M. M writes, how does a retroactive jealousy sufferer tell the difference between obsessive thoughts brought up by one's insecurities and a genuine sense that something is off, as intuition might tell us? Thanks for your question, M. And my sort of gut response, no, no pun intended, my gut response when it comes to trusting your gut is that there's no real easy answer. There's no real easy solution to this problem. It's interesting. Intuition is a very kind of slippery ethereal kind of thing. It's difficult to really get your hands around it. You know, people say trust your gut and listen to your gut and listen to your intuition, but what does that actually mean? It can be very, very difficult to really get in touch with our gut, particularly if we're struggling with an issue like retroactive jealousy, as unfortunately you are. Because retroactive jealousy leads to things like depression in some cases, anxiety, obsessive thoughts, relentless curiosity, this can really jack up our emotions and jack up our anxiety. And it can be very, very difficult in these moments when we're feeling really animated to tell the difference between our insecurity and our intuition, what is real and what is not. So that's my first point. I'm by no means the authority on trusting intuition, but I have relied a great deal on trusting my own intuition in my life, trusting my gut, being willing to walk away from certain women, <laughs> frankly, or certain situations that just felt off, that just didn't quite feel right. And in general, trusting my gut and relying on my intuition in these moments has been a good thing. And I was really thinking about this today. I was thinking about this question all day, trying to really get a handle on, you know, how can we get better in touch with our intuition? My first tip for getting in touch with your gut, getting in touch with your intuition, is to spend more time in quiet solitude. Now, both of those clauses are really, really important. So number one is quiet. We live in an era, in an age, in which we're bombarded by noise, by constant you know, pings on our phone and people trying to get our attention and advertising and billboards and music playing in shopping malls. And there's all this constant noise in our lives all the time. And many people go their entire lives never really escaping the constant din of modern life. They go home and they're immediately watching television or they're immediately texting someone or they're immediately talking to their partner, or they really have very few moments in life which are genuinely quiet. And when you put yourself in places, in situations, in moments that are quiet, you'll find that interesting things kind of bubble up to the surface, whether it's thoughts or fears or insecurities or questions you might have. In general, I think that the only way we can really get in touch with our intuition is by tuning out the rest of the noise from the world. And the easiest way to do this really is to find quiet places 
So for many people, this can involve things like going out into nature by yourself. I didn't mention the second clause that I mentioned earlier. So not only finding a quiet place, but a quiet place where you can be alone. Again, many people are rarely alone. And by alone, I mean physically alone. I don't mean single necessarily. I mean physically alone in the woods where there's no one else around them for 10 or 12 miles, taking a walk down a street, which they don't usually walk down completely by themselves with no ear pods, you know, no music or podcast going in their brain, just complete quiet, complete solitude. That's probably my biggest tip. Spend more time in situations, in places that are quiet and where you can be genuinely alone. And you want to do this, you want to incorporate this into your life as much as possible because you'll find often in life, the only time you can really think clearly is when you, it's very quiet and where you're alone. My second tip, if you're struggling with this question of maybe you're wondering if you can trust your partner, you're wondering if maybe they're cheating on you, you're wondering if their past is a deal breaker. My second tip is to spend some time thinking about external life circumstances that could be impacting your judgment, that could be impacting your thinking. For example, I went through a period a couple months ago, uh, a really intense period of, I won't call it insomnia, but I had a period of several weeks, maybe a month, where I was really struggling with sleep. I was really very rarely getting any sleep at all. I was waking up during the night quite often and my sleeping patterns were all messed up and I was just exhausted for most of the day. I'm one of those people who really needs his sleep. I've always been slightly envious of those people who can get three or four hours of sleep and the next day you can't even tell. I'm not that person, I need my sleep. And I was struggling with some challenging emotions, shall we say, during this period. And it was only when I really paused and reflected that the main reason I was struggling with some challenging emotions was the fact that I was underslept. There was a situation in my life that had nothing to do with my actual problem that was influencing my thinking around that problem. So check in with yourself in these moments. You know, What has your diet been like lately? Have you been drinking a little too much lately? Is there some external stress at work or with your family or with your kids that could be influencing your thinking around this problem that you're experiencing in your life? Because these external factors are so important and so often overlooked. You're not gonna have a good relationship if you're not sleeping, <laughs> I promise you. You're probably not gonna have a good relationship if you're drinking way too much alcohol every night of the week or you're smoking too much marijuana or whatever the case may be. If your diet is garbage, you will feel like garbage. If you're not getting any exercise, you're going to feel sluggish and unmotivated and uninspired most of the time. So my second tip is really spend some time considering how these external life circumstances may be swaying your judgment in certain regards. My third piece of advice is pay attention to how you feel about this problem, about this question, about this issue during your calmest of moments. Okay. I'm not talking about when you're in a fight with your partner. I'm not talking when you're on some men's rights activist forum at 3 a.m. I'm not talking when you haven't slept for a week and you're stressed out at work you know, in the morning. In your calmest moments, how do you see this problem? How do you respond to this question that maybe you've been struggling with recently? And again, pay attention to how you feel about this question, this problem, this issue in your calmest moments over a certain length of time. Let's call it a week or two weeks or maybe three weeks. Do you feel relatively similarly about this question, about this problem in your calmest moments over a period of say two or three weeks? Does this remain relatively consistent? Whatever answer you're coming up with to this question that you're wrestling with, is that answer remaining relatively consistent in your calmest moments over a period of two or three weeks? 
in general, that's a pretty good indication that it's probably, not necessarily, but probably your intuition speaking rather than your insecurity. My fourth piece of advice, if you're trying to get in touch with your intuition, if you're trying to learn how to trust your gut, is to reflect on your own life history and try to reflect on times in the past when you trusted your gut and your gut turned out to be mostly right. Think about times in the past when you've been relying on your intuition, you were trusting your gut, and that was actually a really wise decision. You gained some insight that was really valuable to have. You maybe avoided some train wreck uh, situations because you were listening to your gut, because you were trusting your intuition. Ask yourself what your own track record is like during those times when you have trusted your intuition, when you have trusted your gut. And try to note any similarities and or differences between those situations in the past and your current quandary, your current question, your current problem. Reflect on your past history, your track record of trusting your gut. Reflect on how that's gone for you and try to apply whatever lessons you can from your past to your current situation. And finally, if you come to some kind of decision and you're really clear about it and you really feel like this is the truth, this is the reality, this is what I need to do, whether it's related to retroactive jealousy. For example, let's say you come to the decision, you've followed all my guidelines and you finally come to the decision that, you know what? My partner's past, there are genuine red flags in that. There's a genuine track record of dishonesty, of un, you know, disloyalty, whatever the case may be. I need to leave my partner. My piece of advice, my final piece of advice is basically to sleep on it. We've all heard this advice, right? You make some decision in life, sleep on it. Give yourself 24 hours. In general, I think this is pretty good advice. Once you make your final decision and you kind of mentally commit to that, Give yourself at least 24 hours to kind of see how it sits. If it is a momentous life decision, it's very likely that regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what your decision is, even if it's the right decision, you may feel several different ways about it over the next 24 hours, 48 hours. That's very likely. And again, I would say, how are you feeling about this decision in your calmest moments over that 24 hour, 48 hour period? Sleep on it, see how it sits, see how it feels. And if at the end of that period, you're still feeling in your gut, deep in your bones, after you've done everything that I've said in this video, if you're still feeling that, you know what, this is the right decision, then I think you should proceed without hesitation. Above all, give this decision the time, the consideration that it deserves. Be sure you can find time where you're alone in solitude, thinking clearly, feeling calm. Don't make any rash decision you might regret. And in general, if your intuition over the course of your life has been relatively right, if trusting your gut has worked out for you over the course of your life for the most part, it's probably a pretty good idea to be trusting your gut right now. Thank you for your email, M. Thank you for anyone watching this video. If you got anything out of this or you're appreciating my work on this channel, please take a moment to let me know by clicking the like button below, leaving a comment telling me what you think, and being sure you're subscribed to my channel as well. And I'll talk to you again very soon.